Hey, Light Anglers. Today is May 5th. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world while introducing scripture in hopes of spreading the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and using that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. As always, your five-star review, liking, subscribing, and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the word of God. All right. So I came across this uh, article uh, from Crosswalk uh, by, you know, my favorite author. I've talked to him before, Clarence L. Haynes Jr. And uh, I think it's pretty interesting. I really wanted to share it because um, while... It is our duty and our job to be aware of the signs of the times, to be aware of what is going on in the world. It is not our job to predict and prophesy on the return of Jesus. And there are some of those among us who spend way too much time uh, doing this, along with other things, uh, instead of you know what we're actually supposed to be doing as Christians. So this is a pretty interesting article. It's really good. Uh, For those of you who uh, actually have the spiritual gift of prophecy, maybe this doesn't apply to you 100%. Uh, Saying that, I think uh, that is a very rare spiritual gift. And I think even more so a lot of people who do have it don't even know they have it. But anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Uh, So let's get into this. Again, it's from crosswalk.com. And the title is, Why It's Dangerous to Guess Rapture Predictions. Have you ever tried to figure out when Jesus is coming back or when the rapture is going to happen? If you have, join the crowd because many people have attempted to figure this out over the years. I am including myself in that number. This should not necessarily disturb you because it is quite natural to wonder when the rapture is going to happen. Even the disciples wanted to know when Jesus was going to come back and asked him what would be the sign of his coming. Matthew 24 verse 3. This desire is not strange or unusual because people have been wondering about the return of Jesus since he told people he would return. While it is okay to wonder, it is not okay to give rapture predictions where you try to pinpoint an exact date when this is going to happen. Beyond being a terrible thing to do, it is also a dangerous thing to do, and I want to share with you why it's dangerous to guess rapture predictions. Here's four reasons. Number one, because the prediction will be wrong. (laughs) I don't want to leave any speculation here. Anyone who makes a rapture prediction is going to be wrong. Notice I didn't say could be wrong or might be wrong. I said they will be wrong. You don't have to be a Bible scholar or know how to translate Greek to understand that no one can predict when the rapture is going to happen. Here are three simple scriptures that underscore this point. The first one is, but at But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. Matthew 24, 36. Number two is therefore keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Matthew 24, 42. And finally, so you also must be ready because the son of man will come in at an hour when you do not expect him. Matthew 24, 44. These three scriptures all agree on one thing. No one knows when Jesus will return or when the rapture will happen. The last time I checked, no one means no one. There is no Bible scholar, preacher, or teacher that will tell you when the rapture is going to happen. So not only is it dangerous to guess rapture predictions, but it is also just as dangerous to listen to those who do. In fact, you can completely ignore anyone who attempts to make rapture prediction. You should disregard any guess or prediction they make because according to God's word, it is going to be wrong. 
History has given us a long list of people who have attempted to predict Jesus's coming, and all they have done is prove that what Jesus said is true. They couldn't get it right, and this should not surprise you because Jesus said no one can, and that is not going to change anytime soon. Number two, because you can become a sign watcher instead of a disciple maker. Hmm. One of the last instructions Jesus gave before he left the earth was to go and make disciples of all nations. The expectation was that we who are believers would continue doing this work until he comes again. In one of the last conversations Jesus had before he ascended into heaven, the disciples asked Jesus about restoring the kingdom to Israel. Pay close attention to Jesus' response. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1, verses 7 through 8. After their question, Jesus redirected their attention to what is most important right now. Don't worry about times and dates, but be filled with the Holy Spirit so you can be my witnesses in the earth. After he said that, he was taken away, and I love the angel's response. Men of Galilee, Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Acts 2 verse 11. Here's my interpretation of what the angels are saying. Stop looking up at the sky and get to work. There is a lot that needs to be done before Jesus comes back, and that work starts now. People that spend their time making rapture predictions or trying to figure out what all the signs mean ultimately get distracted. They usually end up not doing what God wants us to do, which is to preach the gospel and make disciples with power and strength of the Holy Spirit. In other words, don't be a sign watcher, be a disciple maker. Number three, because you may actually damage someone's faith. Aside from being wrong, the next reason why it's dangerous to make rapture predictions is that it can damage someone's faith. Perhaps one of the more well-known predictors of the end of the world was Harold Camping. In his lifetime, he made somewhere in the range of 13 predictions as to the rapture or the end of the world. Because he had a big following, his predictions caused people to respond. Along the way of making these false predictions, people sold possessions, donated money to his organization, and made choices all because they followed the predictions of a man who more than once had gotten it wrong. People who engage in the activity of making rapture predictions run the risk of ruining people's lives now and possibly damaging their faith altogether. What do you say to the person who sold everything and gave their money away because they listened to someone who convinced them Jesus was coming back on a certain date? When the predictor is proven wrong, how do you begin to repair the life and the faith of those who listen to them? This is the grave reality of making rapture predictions, and sadly, for some who fall victim to them, there is no repair for their life or their faith. Number four, because you are dishonoring the name of Jesus. Perhaps the greatest reason why it's most dangerous to guess rapture predictions is that in doing so, we bring shame and ridicule to the name of Jesus. When a person makes a rapture prediction and it's wrong, which we already know it will be, who ends up looking bad in the process? Sure, the person looks foolish and discredited, but even more so, Jesus is dishonored and the doctrine of his coming again looks weak and foolish. You must understand that simply proclaiming Jesus is going to return brings with it its own set of scorn and shame, which we are reminded of in scripture. We don't need to add anything else to it. Second Peter uh, 3 verses 3 through 4 says, Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, Where is this coming? He promised. 
Ever since our ancestors died, everyone goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Some people are already scoffers. Let's not do anything to make them more skeptical. So how should we talk about the rapture? Since it's dangerous to guess and make rapture predictions, how then should you talk about the rapture? The best way is to follow the lead of Jesus. In the book of Revelation, one of the last things Jesus said was, he who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. That's in Revelation 22, verse 20. Remember, Jesus said this almost 2,000 years ago. So whenever you talk about the rapture or the return of Jesus, this is all you ever need to say. Jesus is coming soon. Soon means you know he's coming, but you don't know when. Soon means because you know he's coming, you will be ready. Soon means because he can come at any time you want to be doing what he requires of you when he comes. Soon could be in the next 30 minutes, 30 years, and 30 centuries, or longer than that. Regardless, it is going to happen soon. Your job and mine is not to guess rapture predictions as some have foolishly tried to do and failed. We must simply do what he has asked us to do until he comes or until he calls us home, both of which could happen soon. Very well done job, Mr. Clarence. I agree. I think that's good stuff. You know, so as you walk on your path and people, you know, find out or know or you outright tell them that you're Christian, Odds are really actually pretty good that someone's going to ask, well, when's the end? When's the end coming? You know, you, you get these questions. It's happened to me more than once. And it's always awkward because you don't really think that that's one of the first things that comes to mind. But I guess the world we're living in, you know, right now with everything that's going on, I guess it is a legitimate question. But anyway, when that happens, exactly, say exactly what Clarence said. He's coming soon, you know, and then... Tell them, share with them, explain to them why you are the way you are, why, why you do the things you do, why you live a selfless life. You know, go into it. Give them a reason to follow not only your footsteps, but Jesus's. I think that's kind of our job, right? All right. Pray with me, y'all. King Jesus, thank you for giving us wisdom and guidance. Thank you for pointing us in the direction we are to be headed, which is not guessing the day or time of your return, but rather preaching the gospel, and making disciples. Help us all follow your direction in focusing on spreading the good news and bringing others into this family under one God, the Almighty, the King of the universe. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.